Mifton down. Mifton. Yeah. Um, Mifton Pete. Mifton Pete. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be Mifton Pete. Mift. Don't be Mifton Pete. I don't know. I don't know. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. I don't use it, but it's a real world. Not in your vocab? Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning. Happy Russell Westbrook Day and welcome to episode 469. Whoa. Nice. Of down to dunk. Too nice. Not quite 470. I am Luke. A little more than 470. Joined this morning by Andrew. Mandrew. Taylor. Mandrew. And Jay. <laughs> um, you can find us on dailythunder.com dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. Hey, real quick, I'm looking at Instagram and someone made a fake Coachella lineup thing, and um, the Spice Girls and Crazy Frog are headlining. <laughs> what is Crazy Frog? I saw the, you will look up crazy. Frog. Did you I not, saw the same no. thing, but the headliner was the dead guy that Logan Paul uh, video. Oh did. God! And this Eminem and Elton John performing Stan. <laughs> Guys, let's well, talk the about the played Thunder. basketball last night. <laughs> they beat the Clippers one twenty seven one seventeen. It was a close game for the most part until the fourth quarter, and then the all bench lineup. Made a 10-0 run to start the quarter because they were down two to start or down three to start the quarter. 10-0 run by the bench unit, capped off by a terrifying Patrick Patterson fast break that you had no clue if he was gonna finish it or not. Pretty sure he's traveled, um, but it was great. Josh Eustis in particular during that stretch, I thought it was the most important stretch of the game. Defended, Defensively, defended, it was really, really defended good. Lou Williams so well, shut him down. During that stretch. Yeah, it was amazing. You, you may wake up and look at Lou Williams. He ended up, I don't know, let me find out what he ended up getting, but they, Lou did not make shots until Late. like right at the end of the game. They defended him really well. I mean, they defended, they didn't really defend the paint. I mean, obviously, they didn't defend the paint very well. No, so I think they one of the not. highest amounts of points in the paint that they got this year. But mm-hmm. it was, uh, I don't know. I thought it was a good win. The second night of a back-to-back, they ended up scoring 127 points after scoring, you know, 133, I think, the night before. And uh, every one of the big three played really well. Uh, Paul George was just on fire. Yeah. And they were just generating really good shots. Really good shots. Just over and over again, they were running the same set called Hawk, and they were running variations of it. To just get Paul George open. And they did it over and over and over again. And he just basically buried the Clippers in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and he ended up being 5 of 8 from three-point line. But everybody shot well from there except for Ferguson. He, But he still shot 30%. He's 3 yeah, of 10. The fact fine. that Ferguson got 10 three-pointers yeah. is a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> They were looking for but him. But before the Lakers, they were. Yeah. And I think that's what's – we'll talk, I, I think, at length about Ferguson and Abrinison. So maybe I'll say mm-hmm. some of that. But – Ferguson has put two really good games back to back together, and he's playing defensively. Defensively is where he's really earning his minutes with Billy Donovan. Yeah, I, I wonder 
because he's not he's there's no great guard on the Lakers or the Clippers. And so if he has to start against like a Devin Booker or a guy, you know, a guy like that here on Sunday, I just wonder what that will look like. Yeah, and I I do feel like they're he'll be the guy that they're going to hide, right? Like you you put Paul George probably on Devin Booker because they yeah. put any time that uh Lou was out there. Paul George spent a lot of time guarding Lou Williams last night. Yeah, although Terrence Ferguson did a little bit too, and it's kind of crazy because they have almost the exact same body. <laughs> right. Like Lou Williams is Terrence Ferguson's size, but it was a fun couple games. Like I said it afterwards on Twitter, and is having the Thunder being really fun again is uh, nice. Fun. Yeah. Like last night, exhausted. You know, it's like the game ended at 12. 12- Oh five, you know, here in the Central Standard Time, but I just wanted to watch all of it, every minute, all the way to the end, you yes. know. And luckily, I did because the post game interview was the best moment of the <laughs> it was season so, so far. Good. Uh, Taylor, I know you didn't get to watch the Clippers game because you're at that concert. What did you think about the Lakers game? There wasn't much to think about. I mean, it was a blowout pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Terrence Ferguson was fun. Those dunks were fun. Um, Paul, the Paul George stuff. He wasn't saying this stuff before. It doesn't when I hear it though, um it doesn't make me nervous. Why? Why doesn't it make me nervous? Well, and so he he addressed that last night in post game interview. He said just cuz I talk about my home, like this is where I'm from, doesn't mean sorry, doesn't mean that this is any impact on my future, like where I'm going to go. And I'm telling you right now, like it would be a pure brand slash like I want all of the money and comfort move. I don't know. Like, because you watch how he's playing, especially the last four or five games, like really the last 10 games. Yeah. Like he's, they're finding they're make, they're figuring out the best version of Paul George right now. Yeah. And he's been really, really good. Even though Charles Barkley said he's not a very good defender. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really say that? Yes. Just don't dude last night. Like it's yes. He is like, some of the things that he was saying last night, I was like, he literally doesn't watch basketball. I don't think he does. Other than what's on TNT the night that he's on there. Yeah. He doesn't no, watch I the think NBA. that's right. Even sometimes when they have to cover games, he's admitted, I wouldn't, like after the game, when he has to talk about the game they're supposed to watch, he said, I won't watch, I didn't watch this game. I told y'all I wouldn't watch this game. And like, won't even sit in the he, green room and an watch the game. He's an entertainer. Period. Yeah. He's an entertainer. And those, I mean, any sort of quote that can take t- tear down Oklahoma City is typically something that people like for whatever reason, except for us. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great back-to-back for the Thunder to win on the road. They've struggled so much on the road. For them to get those two back-to-backs on the road, it's fantastic, even if those teams aren't great. But the Clippers have been playing really, really well lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had won four in a row. Yeah, and they had won like six out of their last seven. Yeah, yeah. So they're, I mean, they had they had been on fire, and so for the Thunder to come in and beat them on the second night of a back to back is a pretty big deal for this team that has been so inconsistent. And the Lakers definitely feel like the, uh, the type of team that would end up beating the Thunder yeah. in a game like Except that. Except the Lakers know? are like a thousand times worse than I thought they were. Like they are just not. They're not a good team. They, yeah, I, yeah, they're not good. They just have these like really high points every now and then where they'll beat a good team or someone yeah. will really Feels show like it's out. It's been a, a really long time though since they've done that. They're one and nine over the last ten. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Yeah. And, they, you know, like, they don't need to be good. And they shouldn't be good. Why? They don't have their pick. Yeah, they do. If it's protected, though, I thought the like top three protected if they get there. I don't think that this one is. The, la- the last two years were. I don't think this one is. Well, I don't think they... Maybe now they just don't have a choice to be good. I don't think they right. expect it to be good They're this just year. Not, well, they... Not that they're trying to not be good, but I don't think that... I think that they expect it to be in the same spot as a team maybe like the Pelicans, where they, like, hover near 500. Like, a lot of people thought they would. Yeah. They've been real. I mean, they have been really bad. They and with the Brooke Lopez, you would think that they could Yeah, they have the worst record in the West. The worst. And, and they're a game away from being the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. People were saying that maybe this young core could help lure a free agent. Like, period. But LeBron. No. Like saying LeBron level yeah. free agent. I mean, yeah. and now, like, if you're Paul George, you're not going to that team. No. I still think that if you're going to go to L.A., like, the Clippers for Paul George would make the most sense. Yeah. It- I mean, I, don't, I still don't love that. Yeah, but I'm saying if like L, if it's L.A. or bust, and you don't want to be in just a quagmire for the next five years, which is really your prime, Get, you have to go to the Clippers <laughs> to play. You, you know, you go play with you play Blake. DeAndre's probably gone, but you go play with Blake, and you play with C.J. Williams, Patrick <laughs> Beverly. I, it doesn't it doesn't make me excited. Yeah, you know, but the only way that they were. I think the only way Paul George is going to L.A. is if LeBron is going to L.A. Yeah. And I don't think I, – I don't – why would you go and spend the literally last five years of your career for LeBron or four years of your career playing for a trash team? It's a pure brand move. Yeah. To go fit the last, the last obstacle, man. Go so, fix a team. Go fix L.A. Yeah, fix LA and they, just get, but they won't just get trounced by the Warriors or the Spurs or, or the Rocket. The Rocket. I mean, they're just. I just don't see a way. But I, but you know, it's things happen. Like big things happen in the off season. Any anything these the super, NBA is big. Anything that these superstars want to happen, it's big baby, will happen. Like, True. Whatever they want to happen, they can make it happen. Who cares about the cap constraints? Who cares about the salaries? Who cares? They'll make it happen. I don't care. Uh, great. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about something I do care about. Anthem beer, which is Anthem beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Second apple. Did you bring two apples? No, leave me alone. He was just holding. Apples. He was holding the, the uh, side of the apple uh, he had okay. already. You guys eaten. go ahead and tell tell me about the Festivus, guys. I was at a, I was at a, a local bar the other day and i looked up and i was like what am i gonna drink and they had festivus oh and i got it and it was great um it's their it's their winter it's their belgian strong ale with holiday spices aged in bourbon barrels it's their wintry mix Mm -hmm. of beer and it is good it uh it's good it'll it's these cold days man you need something to warm you up and this is the thing that'll do it. It's uh, it's the holiday spices that do it for me. Sure is. That's right. Uh, go get yourself an Ouroboros. It's a stout. It's a good wintry beer. Uh, By the way, I'll, the Loaded Bowl has Ouroboros on draft, and Ouroboros on draft was uh, delightful. Wow, it was different than Cane Ouroboros, and it was very good. It was the same thing, but you know, it's you know, beers taste different on draft. So go to Loaded Bowl, get um, Ouroboros. On I there. had an Ouroboros last night. At mm. my home, and it, you know how you told you had that thing that you told. Yeah, Scott, did that new, change it? 
I just poured the heck out of it, and it was good. It was really good. Yeah. What's up with that, man? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. I know what you're talking about. We can talk about it, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go get yourself an anthem beer, go to your liquor store, or go down to the tap room, which is a cool place to be. Really, any any restaurant now has an anthem beer. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Golden one, I? for sure. I had a golden one last night. Yep. Delicious. Doesn't matter what time of the year it is. That's true. I was, I was at That's another true. fine Oklahoma City establishment. I had a golden one as well. Hmm. Cool. That's good. Wow, we're golden brothers. It's good. That's a flagship, you know? It's true. It's good. Would it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't talk about the best thing from would last we, night. Would we shower? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes. The very best thing from last night is uh, our man Carmelo. In, in and the, the post-game, post-game interview? interview? Post-game interview. Calling Nick Gallo a mother yeah, effer. He was calling it I'm Ross. joking. It's a joke. I can't believe he called Nick Gallo <laughs> no one would. Ever. No one would call Nick Gallo that. Uh, so Russ, he's doing a post-game interview. This is local TV. And Russ comes by and pours... Had to have been cold water on him after he just did it to Paul George on the TNT interview. Yeah, Paul it's either cold water or boiling hot water. <laughs> so here's here's what happened. It's, he, it's cold because that's that's, that's all that yeah, Paul George said on, on his. Yeah, Paul George is like, "Wow, that's cold." Wow. And then Mello turns into like a 1970s. And then the New pan. York comes out of Mello. I mean, it was it was the best. Carmelo Anthony is amazing. He's my. Guy. We tweeted it so we you can. Uh, yeah, we tweeted it. I'm sure if you're listening to our show, I'm sure you've seen it. It is not safe for work. Or children. Or children. children. Yeah. Unless the the children know about the F word and the S word. Because it contains contains both those words. Fire and sword. Yeah. Fire. (laughs) Fire Um, and sword. Just had to touch on that. Maybe the the best mellow moment of the year. Carmelo is a delight. He's the best. He is from a his, delight. From the way he rebounds and just his cursing is a light in my life. He's the man. I really like So him. supposedly, I guess they asked Stephen Adams about it because, like, hey, did you hear what Carmelo did in the post-game interview? And he looked at a – what's the name of the main PR guy they have there? I don't know. Matt. Yeah, Matt. Troublesome, yeah. He looked at Matt Rick and he scholar. was just like – he said something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but, like – you know, like kind of like, what yeah. are we gonna do about this? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he said something about you. Know, oh, your, how's your job going, man? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is funny. So here's the thing, and this is what that moment kind of pushes me back to remembering is, uh, and Terrence Ferguson alluded to this in the post game interview on Thursday night or on Wednesday night as well. This team, one of the biggest things that changed for them is they're finally having fun. Oh, yeah. Like they're having a blast together. Oh, yeah. And I had somebody that asked me that question, you know, do you think this team is having a good time playing? And I think I think it was always – I think they enjoyed being together early. Yeah. I think now playing as loosely as they have, uh, I think this has really been a game changer. If you look, they're having a blast. But if you really look, if Paul George doesn't have knee soreness, they beat the Bucks, Right. And maybe – Maybe they play a little bit better. I mean, you know, I think the Mavericks played really eight out of ten times they beat that Mavs team, and they don't make the Mavs don't make those weird shots at the end. And so at that point, that puts the Thunder at, I mean, a ten o really like a ten o run yeah. here, uh, which is kind of where they are, and all of their numbers are starting to increase. Now the hard part is as their offensive efficiency goes up, their defensive efficiency is starting to kind of sag a little bit, but yeah. it's still top five. Well, with Robertson out yep. too, I mean that. That certainly hurts their defense. So they play the Suns this Sunday, and uh, 
Sun Sunday. How appropriate. You know, they Are should, we going to wear our sunset? They should close out 3-0 on this, this trip, but... Luke, don't you have something to say about when we make predictions? This, we need to stop making predictions. We have to stop because we jinxed this team. What do you think will happen on Sunday? I, this is what I think. <laughs> this is what I think. I think there will be a basketball game. We're not going to win another game this season. We're going to win no more games. That's my, that's my prediction. I think they'll win on Sunday. Dude. I think what so, do you, What do you think they'll win? Uh, what's the score? Let's get pretty specific with this prediction. 132 to 117. Okay. Don't make predictions. I'm making no prediction. I think Russell Westbrook will have nine assists, 11 rebounds. I'm telling you. Mark my words. You guys have jinxed us. Yeah, Thunder are fourth in defensive efficiency at 102.4. Current offensive rating is 12th, which is a crazy jump because they were like 25th like two weeks ago. 105.9 net rating. They are fifth in the NBA in net wow. rating right now yeah. at 3.5, which is We're crazy. coming for you. Ahead, ahead of the San Antonio Spurs. They're 22 and 17, five games over 500. And I asked Andrew this question yesterday. We got a Twitter question probably three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Yeah. With Thunder Reach, 25 wins or 20 losses first. Yeah. And we're still three games from each one, but it was pretty emphatic. Like all of us are just like 20 losses. 20 losses. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't – I mean, my prediction – oh, gosh. There's no, nothing. I don't have a prediction. Sorry, good, Luke. Don't Thank do you. it. Uh, Luke, I predict you're going to have a great I'm kind of with you, man. I'm such a oh. <laughs> I'm such a superstitious guy. It's odd. Yeah. It's weird. No. Very – let's all sing it. Very superstitious. on the wall. Uh, let's go to some thank So I realize I don't know any of the words. <laughs> you make a great duck. Twitter questions. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. Our first Twitter question. That's one of the weirder from, moments. Comes from at yeah. o underscore k underscore c. He wants to know, is Russ playing at the best level of his career right now in his last 10 games? Did you watch last year? Uh, I don't know, man. He's shooting more efficiently than he has. Yeah, they, he's just reached such a comfort level with this particular team. And if you like look at everything, he's still not taking the greatest shots in the world. But he's creating so many good shots for other players right now. I think this is probably one of his better stretches of his career. He's not shooting well from three, but he's not taking a lot of threes. Um, But the way he's creating, the way that he is orchestrating this particular offense with these players uh, is just about as perfect as it's going to be. He's also had some good defensive games. He's also had some real bad ones. So it's hard to say on that end whether this is the best stretch of his career. But I would certainly say that it's like a – Probably a top five stretch of his career right now with what he's doing on the offensive end. He's been so good. Can I, can I make a hot take real quick? Oh, yeah. So yeah. watching watching last night specifically, like DeAndre was just feasting from the, I mean, just alley-oop central. Yeah. I think Steven Adams would be like maybe the best center in the NBA if his point guard would not just leave him out to dry all the time. Yeah, I mean, he it's last night in particular it was Russ and Mello. You know how many times like he has to like help over 
And then DeAndre slides back, and you know it's like he, the only reason DeAndre gets all of these lobs against, and he, and this is what DeAndre does. I get this, but Stephen, I mean, it drives him crazy. I bet yeah. to watch all these plays where he has to come and help on Lou Williams, and Lou Williams just throws it in the general vicinity, which is what DeAndre can do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't even have to have anywhere a good pass with it. Yeah, <laughs> like literally anywhere within five feet of the basket. Well, the same thing happened with Capella too. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Yep, mm-hmm. like so many alley oops drives him and crazy. Yeah, I mean, he would be better if if there was a power forward that could defend alongside him better. Although Melo, I feel like has been a little underrated as a defender this season. I thought last night he was bad, but I feel like most nights he's been pretty good. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. My favorite moment from last night defensively was watching Terrence Ferguson try to defend try Blake. to defend Blake Griffin. Ooh, <laughs> ouch! You know he, what though? He held up. He did that one time. He got that. There was a foul call. I didn't yeah. think it was a foul. No. I thought he stayed. There was a few call. times where it was pretty rough. But Taylor, you didn't watch the game. There's also this point where he. <laughs> I know. That's why I said. Ooh, ouch! I'm not making specific Ferguson, points. <laughs> Ferguson was really good defensively last night for the yeah. most part. I think one on one, he tries really hard. I think when it comes to off ball schematic stuff, like he struggles with that kind of yep. stuff. Which he's, is fine. You don't need him for... He's a rookie. He's 19 years old. But this is like... This is the perfect potential opportunity to have somebody you could run out there whenever Dre is unnecessary. Like last night, Dre is totally unnecessary. Unless you want to just put him on Lou Williams. Yeah, and they would have. But for me, it's like... If you can find a competent... Like where it's not just... Brenus is just in a weird funk. Yeah, he's hurt. And I don't know how long he's been hurt. I don't know. It's just hard... To say whether I mean it seems definitely like a confidence thing. It also seems like it's could be a physical thing. I don't know, but he's he's having a bad stretch. I think he and Billy are not on the same page at all. It's just it's been a bad stretch yeah. for him overall. Billy. But to answer the question, I, I mean to say he's playing at his best level. I think it's close because of the efficiency with which he's playing with. Yeah, he's, he's just shooting close to fifty or over fifty almost every game. It feels like yeah. Which is crazy. Hey, guys. Our next Twitter question is about T-Ferg. It is from at LucasWest0608, who wants to know, do you think last night, now two games ago, outbreak by T-Ferg was an outlier or a sign of good things to come? Could he already be a guy? So this this was written after – this question was written the, yesterday during the day, so it was after the Lakers game. He was yeah. 3-10 last night, but – he was incredible. 24 points against the Lakers the night before. Playing a bunch all of guys in, that are like him. All in garbage time. All garbage. That's not fair. I saw. I heard somebody else say that. Not fair. Because he came out and he played very well at the beginning of the third quarter, which was still... They were up 18. Yeah, but it's still like actual players. Yeah, I mean... It's not like he was out there against... That Lakers defense, though, man. It's bad. That was... I mean, that is not a normal... That's not a normal NBA game. That defense was the worst defense that I've seen against the Thunder all season. Not even close. I don't disagree. I think it's just this natural... Like, we have this real desire to actually just downgrade the way it happened. But, dude, dude hit open shots. Yeah. Hit hit jumpers. He was good. Like, I'm not saying he wasn't good, but I'm just saying that, like, the context... Yeah, I'm not going to say... Yeah, he's not an all-star. Right or he's not no. probably even a top fifteen rookie right now. No, he's not. A, he's not a starter in the NBA. Yeah. Like so just, is so is it a sign of good things to come? Yes. Or an outlier. I feel more confident. For me, I feel more confident in the pick today than I than I obviously have since draft night. Sure. Yeah. And I've I don't I still don't love the pick. 
I don't. But just yeah. because of potential other guys that were available, OG specifically. Yeah, guys that can help today. I just don't know that he is really going to help us in the playoffs. I just feel like he's a guy that can be exploited in the playoffs. Like, and I, I, I'm still not confident that just because he's played well against two teams that he's going to be able to play against the Spurs or whoever the Thunder get in the playoffs. I just don't. I don't know. I think it's a sign of things to come in the next few years with him. So if the Thunder hang on to him, and in two years when he's gained some muscle mass and he's not as bad of a defender as he is in space, I think that then you're talking about a guy that can play. But today I still have a lot of questions. I thought more positively about it after what the other players were saying about Terrence Ferguson after that Lakers game. Like Melo talking about him in practice and like, man, he's just good. That that guy's just good. And everything they say – because. You can be nice about a player's performance and be like, yeah, he works really hard. I'm glad to see him get out there. You know what I mean? And that means that they're just being nice. So I liked what they said about him more than that actual game. I think that told me more about him as a player than what we've seen so far. Really, it hasn't even been two good games from him. Last night, I mean, I didn't watch it. It doesn't look like he was I thought he was good. Awesome. He was good. He shot. He was good. he He started out like 0 of 6. Or 0 of 8. Yeah, he was not. He did not start no, that well. But I, I just think that him. I don't care if he makes all. I don't care if he makes ten of his threes or three of them. As long as he's shooting confidently and he's a threat, that's all. That's yep. all he has that's to be. So good. Yeah. I don't care. I really don't care if he hits three or four. If he, hit, if he hits one more three, he's forty percent. Honestly, people thought Robert Covington was a good shooter for three years because he just took a lot of threes. Taking threes confidently helps helps teams a lot. And I think that he has a chance to be like a 35 to 40% three-point shooter, which is what the Slender team needs really he's badly. He's got a pretty good stroke, man, and it's yeah. quick. Yeah, I like him. I think that he's. I think that he can be a guy. I don't know if he's going to be this season, though. I, I just am – I, I want to see what happens whenever Robert, rotations get back to normal, right? Robertson and Abrinas, like what happens when they're both completely healthy? Dude. I want I'm the I want Abrinas to be that guy. Like I would actually love to have seen any game where he got ten threes. Right? Like yeah. Like I feel like they're getting him looks. Now some of it's because Ferguson can stay on the court longer because he's not fouling every three point shooter or he's not you know, like Yeah. And that's where Abrinas has to be able to defend without fouling. And that's what Ferguson somehow is doing. Some of it's because of the Ferguson talent five is, against the Lakers. Yeah, but the talent is so low too, you know, like like I, I wonder what Abrinas would have done over these last two games versus throwing right. him out there against the. If, the if Abrinas is getting the looks that Ferguson has been getting, yeah. and that's been my issue with Abrinas all season, is that Billy will play him five to ten minutes, but he gives him they get no shots, none. And, and if he does were, get one, he's got to fire it, and it could be a terrible shot. But is, I just don't. I don't know. Is that a Billy thing or an Abrinas thing, dude? If because you, why is Terrence Ferg? Why would Billy be running things for Terrence Ferguson so, and never for? He's Brinus? not running things for Terrence Ferguson. Okay, so then it's a players. Thing. They're looking for him. So, but here's the other thing that happened last night is I think the Clippers forgot that Dre wasn't playing, and so for the first quarter and a half, they and, and this is what you should do against the Thunder. This is what like literally could be the Thunder's game is they weren't guarding him. Weren't guarding Ferguson. They weren't guarding Ferguson. They're well, like five or six feet off of him every well, he's time. A rookie. There's no reason to think he's like a, he's had one game up till that point where he actually he was two of sixteen from three before the Lakers right. game. Right. Like and you, if your choice is to to kind of clog the paint to slow down Russ, and you yeah. have to pick your poison. That's what that when the team's at its best, you have to pick your poison. 
Are we going to let Russ score with absolute ease at the rim or run the pick-and-roll game with Adams towards the rim, or are we going to pack the paint and try to get them to beat us from three? And the, the thing is is that last night they did. They hit the most threes they've ever hit as a team. Yeah, which is kind of a crazy thing. Whoa, is that true? Yes. It is true. Did you just lie? No. What they ended up hitting for? <laughs> what was the final? They were 15 of 34 last night from yeah. the three-point line. They've never made 15 threes. 14 was their cap. Sad. Sad. <laughs> so, but I don't, I, like I said, I, don't jump to this conclusion to think that Terrence Ferguson is, you know, like all, savior. all rookie team or anything. Yeah. But, but he could actually carve out a place on this team. I don't think, you're probably right. Like, I probably agree with you in the sense that he's not going to be on the playoff rotation. Like, I couldn't see that. They need him to be, or they need a guy to be. They need some, they need another, and if he can be that, fantastic i just remain skeptical until i see a larger sample like, yeah i just can't i can't say like oh terrence ferguson he's a part of the rotation from here on out after watching him in two nba games like be good because there are a larger collection of nba games before this before these two that say that he is not ready for this and so i've seen more of he's not ready than i have seen that he is ready yeah and I, yeah for way more evidence on the other side of that right you're yeah. absolutely correct uh and i think that what it does potentially for me, and, and Taylor, maybe you can speak to this, is I, no, think, thanks. I think does Terrence Ferguson's kind of arrival make it more likely that they would potentially pair an Abrinas into a possible trade? Well, will you hang on on that oh, one? Oh, excuse oh, me. No. <laughs> hang on on that one. All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at OKC, who says, congrats, Andrew. On the media pass, what is it like being in the locker room during interviews and with other Thunder media guys? Any funny stories? Uh, it's very fun. I'll say that. It's very fun. There's a lot of really great dudes, like Fred Katz and Royce and John Hamm that are at most of the games. And it's just fun. You just like hang out with those dudes. You have dinner uh, before the game. And then you like being back in the locker room is, is really cool. It's really fun. And then isn't it true that you and John Hamm and Fred Katz always go to Dollhouse after the games, too? Not true. Not true <laughs> at all. Just take in a little burlesque. <laughs> uh, That's not true. Not true at all. Okay. Why? You always get yeah. appropriate. That's- well, I thought, no, it's funny because, like, you would never go to Dollhouse. That's Dollhouse. And John Hamm. I liked thinking about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't, did I tell my Eduardo Nahara story on the pod? No. I think, uh-huh. no, not on the pod. So this is the first game of the season. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm walking around. They're playing the Knicks. Eduardo Nahra is a scout for the Mavs. And we're down kind of under the arena, walking around. And Eduardo Nahra stops me and he goes, you look like you know where you're going. Where's the elevator? And there's two ways that I could have pointed. I just froze. And I I didn't know. I had no idea where the elevator was. And I pointed that way. And it was the wrong way. And I just sent Eduardo Nahara like almost all the way around. Former Mads, former Mads legend. That's right. Former former Sooner legend. Sooner um, and Mads legend. Sent him all the way around. I was like, I was like, I'm probably not going to see him again because I'm sitting up in Cloud City. I'm way up there. I sit down and get my computer out, get everything set up. Who comes to sit right next to me? Oh, Eduardo Nahara sits right next to me. It was not a good look for me. But it was pretty. Did he pretty say hilarious. something? He just kind of looked over at me, and I'm just like, 
I'm just an idiot. Flipped you the bird. I'm just such wow. an idiot. Tried to fight you later at a dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. It it's, looks fun. It's great. Um, my favorite thing about you having a media pass now is that when I go to my seat, because you sit like behind right, me. Right, yeah, right So I text, you. and so we always wave at each other, man. It's, it's great. great. It is great. That's nice. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It is from at the 97 Gunner, who wants to know, what do we think about Russell's new signature shoe? Would you buy your son KD's? If you ever asked for them, those are two, two questions. different questions. Two, yeah. Would you ever buy your son KDs if he asked for them? I would not buy my kid KDs. I wouldn't no. either. Uh, I think his shoes are really cool. I like them. They're really awesome. They're very different looking. They're very of like very rust. Very like futuristic kind of uh, robot like, shoes. Yeah, not like street basketball shoes for sure. Yeah, they've they've got all the stuff on them, all the rings, right. all, all the clippings on them. Mm, clippings. Yeah. Is that what you call them? Clippings? Uh, flare? I don't know. A lot of flare. I think I'd call them clippings. I, I think I call it's like it's a if, steak with all the trimmings. If you can't tell, I'm a real sneakerhead. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no, but they are. I think they're really cool. I think they're awesome. And I think that they're a shoe that, like, in 20 years, people are like, you have those Russ ones or whatever. Like, they're so cool. If you're wearing them in 20 years, like, man, you're really cool. Just like like throwback Air Jordans now. People have yeah. those. Like, oh. You have the Jordan three. I don't know. I that's why. No that's why you should get two pair. One for now. One for twenty years. Yeah, do that. Bury them. And they're like time capsule. So they're not, and they're not like two hundred dollars like a lot of these signature shoes are. I think they're one twenty five, which to me still is an outrageous price to pay for a pair of shoes. But if you're a real sneakerhead, that's a great right. price. And they actually put a lot of like technology into the shoe and yeah. the sole and everything. So it actually makes sense. Unlike the Okay, have you heard of this YouTube uh, uh sub, I don't know, person. It's called What's Inside. It's a dad and like his kid and they like get random things and they cut things open and just look what's inside of it. Yeah. Well, they did it for the Lonzo Ball shoe. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like they found out I guess the company that makes that shoe is Skechers. And so essentially they're Skechers shoes and the sole is just rub it's just rubber. Like it's just this an inch and a half a slab of, of rubber. rubber. <laughs> it's awesome. And there's in like a thin foam pad for on the sole or what, you know. Wow. And they these were like the $500 ones. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And they compared them to Steph's shoes and Katie's shoes and it's like and this insane. Is, this is on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Look it up. It's did, they didn't film a dead guy, did they? No, they were pretty smart and did not film a dead person. Good. Don't do it. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Our next Twitter question comes from at Richards Bryce 35 Said, do you think Abrinus's injury could have possibly been a lingering problem and led to his poor play recently? I really don't know, honestly. I think it could have been. I think that that he did have a PRP before the season, but he has he's had stretches where he's played well. It's just hard to remember that because Billy changes his rotation so much. It's hard to remember that he did have six threes in a game this season and had had that stretch uh, where he was really good for the Thunder. Uh, he played really well in Indiana with for OKC. There were, there have been some games where it's like okay, like now Abrinas is back. You know, similar to the game that Ferguson had in L.A. that 
everyone was like, oh, great, now we have our guy. There were games like that for, for Abrinas this season. And so I think injury could have something to do with it, but for whatever reason, it's certainly a confidence problem. Yes. No, I didn't. Taylor just sneezed, and he also farted. No, but that did happen in sixth grade one time. Madison Muir called me out on it in front of the whole class. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I was new. I was new to school. No one knew me. They all knew me as the kid from Ireland. <laughs> and you just walked in and you go, Hachi! It was in silent reading hour in English. Oh, no. oh, wow. I had to sneeze. It was a straight snart. It was, a, <laughs> <laughs> it was wow. bad. And people were like, who was that? And this girl said, it was a kid from Ireland. And everyone laughed. The entire, And I didn't know anyone. Wow. It was scarring. Shocking. Where's Jay? Uh, he's doing like he's housework. I he's know. doing some he's, chores. He's snarting. I need Jay for this next question. Okay. It's, it's a game. Do you want to wait for it? Yeah, we can wait for it. Okay, so the, we'll move on to the next one. We got to go. come back to it, though. Okay. Jay! Jay! Does that sound like the girl from Modern Family? No, you just sounded loud. <laughs> Jay! Jay! Okay, our next order question comes from at Betterman91. Oh. Betterman! Hey, we have a there question for you. What's up? It comes from at Shannon Z Ward. He wants to know how many players have hit six threes in a game in a Thunder uniform. So I know the answer to this. It's 12. There are 12 players that have hit so can you name six them? or more threes. Really? You guys name them. Go. Russ. Russ. Let's go around the circle. Russ. Russ. Yeah. KD. Yeah. Abrinus. Is this the Sonics history or just Thunder? We're going around the just circle. Just Thunder. Just Thunder. Oh, you're Abrinus? going? Yeah. Abrinus. Jay's not listening. Has done Jay. it. Abrinus has done it once. Jay's trying Harder. to prove he K- knows everything. KD had... Katie did it nine times. Russ has done it eight times. Um, Abrinas has done it once. Harden did it once in his rookie season. Ferguson. Ferguson's done it once. Derek Fisher? No, D. Fish. <laughs> Jeff Green? No. Cephalosha? Kevin Martin? Catabo Cephalosha did it once. Kevin wow. What? Kevin Martin has done it two times. Really? Yeah. Surge? No. That's a dumb one. Uh, I don't even know, man. There's, a pl- there's two players on the team right now that have done it. <coughs> oh, Paul George. Paul Abrinus. George has oh, yeah, done yeah, it. Mello. Yeah. Paul George has done it four times. Mello has done it twice. Mm. How, many, how many more do we have? I think we're in like <coughs> seven or eight. Quite a bit. Uh-oh. Karan Butler. Karan, are you looking at my paper? No, I swear I'm not. Did you really the just Crumb Butler have six in I'm a game? I'm just thinking about old times, man. You I don't believe you. Crumb Butler has done it once. I don't believe it. I swear to God. Don't believe him. I swear to, I swear to God. You're just I swear to God. Dude, don't swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. Think about three-point shooters. That's what I've been doing. Randy Foy. Anthony Morrow. Anthony Morrow did it four times for the Thunder. Are there any other people? Yeah. Can I guess one? No. No. Because you read Yeah, can sheets. you? Or I do you need to look I at the sheet? It. Swear to God. I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> okay, guess, dude. We trust him, man. Go ahead. Well, oh, I forget his name. The guy that played for us and went to the Bulls was never really good. Campaign? No. The guy. The other guy. Morrow? No. He was from like a long time ago. McDermott? No. Like five years ago. Oh, God. I don't know. He had, a, no. he had a tree and leaf shirt. Tree and Leaf shirt had his name on it. Are you? Serious? Do you know who he's trying to get to? Is he right? I'm not sure who he's describing. Okay. Well, I don't if, either. If we say it, I'll. Think, I'll uh, um, he's a three point shooter. Strictly a three point shooter. Will you just help us from a long time ago? Give us the first letter of his last name. 
C. Come on, guys. C. Cook. Oh, Daquan Cook. That's yeah. who I was talking about. That's yeah, who I was right. talking about. Yeah, right. Because Luke read my sheet. I swear probably. to God. He leaned God. over. He leaned over. I swear to God, I he probably did. I swear there's to no God, way. I did Honestly, not. yeah, right. I swear I to God. I don't believe Luke at all. You guys right. are mad because I was good at that game. <laughs> and I swear to God, I didn't look at that sheet. I don't believe you at all. I to God. I Luke, really don't Luke's believe Luke's a renowned atheist. That is not <laughs> true. Guys, absolutely, I didn't look at the sheet. I'm just smart. We have a sample of 468 (laughs) podcasts that say that that is not true. Guys, I did well at that game. You did really well at that game. You're a great cheater. I didn't cheat. You know what? Do whatever it takes to win, man. Whatever it takes, man. That's, that's a winner's. That's a hey. I'm I'm with you. You're a winner. But I didn't need I didn't need <laughs> performance enhancement on that. I had it inside me. All There's along. nothing you can say that will make me believe you. I swear, you guys, I, you guys are jerks, and I'm mad. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I do believe you. I just really like messing with you. Okay, guys, I don't believe you. <laughs> let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at. Better man, ninety one. He wants to to address the hypocrisy of ESPN praising Houston for playing one pass basketball. So the only reason that they're praised is because they win games, and the Thunder haven't. But the stats are pretty interesting. So passes made per. Oh, you're right. Why are you reading this off sheet paper? Why are you reading this off sheet paper? <laughs> nah. Passes off sheet paper. Got him. Passes made per game. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City 259, Houston 261. Yeah. Assists per game. Oklahoma City 21, Houston 22. This was interesting. Secondary assists. Which is like a hockey assist. Mm-hmm. 2.6 for the Thunder, 2 for the Rockets. So like they're the same team passing-wise. Uh it's just that they're winning and if the Thunder would win like they have at at the clip that they have been the past 10 games. I think the Thunder would be thought of in the same vein as a team like the Rockets, but because they started the season so slow, I think that that's the reason. Also, is the Rockets pace a lot? Um, yeah, they play faster. They take more threes. They take more shots at the rim. And I think that's it. It's a reputation thing, right? You watch the Rockets and you're like, oh, they're a very fast, high volume shooting team. Yeah, one pass, you know, and you have Chris Paul, which helps you get some kind of passing reputation too, right? Um, I don't know. I think that that's bearing the lead, which is that Gerald Green's been unbelievable since they he's signed him. He's been really good. <laughs> he scored 29 last night, and the night before that, or two nights, whatever his first game was, he had maybe 30 or close to 30 as well. Yeah, they guaranteed his deal last night. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. my gosh. He's going to take so many threes. Yeah. Hey, guys. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from the Frozen Okie, who wants to know how many games... Like the Lakers game. Does Ferguson need tell it doesn't make you miffed and peeved OKC could have drafted OG or Kuzma? Um, a hundred? Yeah, a lot. Know. A lot <laughs> a of lot. them? More than one of them? Yeah. Like, seriously, he'd have to play like he has the past two games the rest of the season. And, and in the playoffs. And have a rotation spot. Yeah. Yeah. It would take a lot. And I don't think he'll do that. And he'd have to dunk on Draymond Green and knock him out. All right. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening now. That's he knows. Very specific. <laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Oddly Stetson, who says over under 3.5 losses in January. 
So they have a they have two back to backs in January. Actually, they had three, but they've already won the last one. So Hooray! We don't. So they have two more: Portland and Minnesota. Portland at home, Minnesota on the road. Detroit and Philly back to back. They also play on the road at Cleveland, and so to me, that's three. Ooh. That's three losses already for me because I think they'll lose. They usually lose on the second out of back to back. On the road in Cleveland is a really tough game, and then they always have some kind of stinker against some bad team. So you I'm know, saying over. Sacramento's coming to our stadium. We're going to get blown out. Uh, We're going to get won't. destroyed. So they have eight games on the road, six at home this month. It's still a really soft month schedule-wise, and they have more rest this month than they did last month. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say over. I will as well. Yeah. All right. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Brent Potter. Who wants to know, with Ferguson at least flashing potential, does that make it more likely he is a fixture in the rotation and making it more likely Abrinas gets traded? Hey, guess where it's time to go? Taking them into the time machine. Oh my lord. Who's gonna be Sam? Taylor's the best Sam. I'm not Alex's. No, I mean like I'm just like a normal person when I'm Sam. Alright. You ready? I'll be Sam. Let's go. Alright. Ring 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 ring. Hello. Steve Mills. Hello, Steve. Hey. How y'all how y'all doing in uh in Oklahoma? Great. It's Cold, but it's warming up. Yeah. Why know, are you guys talking like Zach Galifianakis we know as about, like a gir- like when he does that voice? We know about cold up here. Yeah. Okay. What What have we done? Just wondering if you had any interest in um, a couple players, um, Courtney Lee. Yep. And Kyle O'Quinn. I mean, yes. Who he's got nineteen point seven per. Wow. Uh, we'll take back Alex Sabrinas. Uh We'll take on the contract of Kyle Singler, and we'll take Patrick Patterson for Courtney Lee yep. and Kyle O'Quinn. Yeah, I'll take that. Don't look at me. I'm just a secretary. Trade. What, what what you guys think? I don't think the Knicks would do it, but I like that. You're filling two holes. I mean, I, I don't think the Thunder, I also don't think the Knicks would do it. Why not? Why would they? they? Like, Kyle O'Quinn's they... playing so well, and Courtney Lee. Why would they take back they have two a... players who probably won't play? They have a thousand centers, right? They're just building towards, and they—they're kind of just. There's already been Kyle O'Quinn trade rumors already. Really, they're building towards oh, the yeah. future, yeah. right? Abrinas yeah. is a great piece for like two or three years down the line. Bring Abrinas in. He has two more years left on his deal. You have a 24-year-old Alex Abrinas versus a 32-year-old Courtney Lee. That's why they do it. They probably want Terrence Ferguson. They might, for real. Because so young. He's 19. All right. Um, so young. Ring, yeah, I like ring, that trade. Ring, 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 ring. I ring. love Patrick Patterson. Grit. Oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I love Patrick sorry. Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You caught uh, me in one of my weaker moments. Um, <laughs> Sam, it's uh, Chris, Chris Wallace from the Grizz. Hey, Chris from the Grizz. Things aren't going well here. Chris. But we've got a guy that I feel like can really help you guys. Um, his name is Tyreek Evans. He's built like a truck. <laughs> and we'll take him straight up for Alex Sabrinas. Let's do it. 
Make a deal. Oh, probably. Make a deal. Yeah. I would do that. Evans has one year left on his deal. Then he's a unrestricted free agent. I don't know if I'd do it because I don't think you can play him with the closing lineup. Yeah, he demands the ball too much to be effective. He's not just... You can't play Alex Abrinas with the closing lineup. Yeah, you could. They've done it. But it's not like... Like, don't you just go all out this year? That's what this year is. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead and do it. I worry about Tyree. I don't know. I worry about Tyree. I'd do it, man. The Grizzlies have won, like, five (laughs) games this season. Uh, Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Travis Schlank. Hey, Travis. <laughs> if you guess what team I'm from, you'll get a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just thinking, I have no idea you what. you get a dollar if you guess what team I'm from. <laughs> Travis Schlank. Orlando? I have no idea. Nope, I am from the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Are you ready? Yeah. Marco Bellinelli, Dwayne Dedmond, to you, and back to mm-hmm. us. Alex Sabrinas, Kyle Singler, and Jeremy Grant. No. Okay. Uh, nice to talk to you. Yeah. Was nice it? to meet you. Welcome <laughs> to the NBA, Schlink. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello. Vlade, to you from yeah. me. Has to. Hi. Hello. You, for, you force these Kings trades because people want to hear the Vlade. People need Who are you? Oh, sorry. It's Troy Weaver. Yeah, I'm Troy. Oh. Son of a... We share um, we share a phone signal. We want to have um, guys who make a ball go into the basket. <laughs> just make them go. No, just we anywhere. don't care about just yes. anywhere. <laughs> We're trying to move a ball, a basketball <laughs> at that. Uh, we do the Costa Kufas and the Malachi Richardson for Malachi. Alex Abrinas and the Kyle, the Kyle single. I don't know anything about Malachi. Oh, Malachi. Let me look up. Hold on. He's uh, he's one guy who has a ball in his hand, and he makes it go up, and, and he makes it, it go down. Mm-hmm. He's Hold on. I'm researching <laughs> this real quick. He has a hair that makes it higher than, than me when he's talking and walking by me. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Um, he's a young... Vladi, no. Um... Would you like it? Bloody no. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Dennis Lindsay from the jazz. Thank you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm listening, jazz. We like Alex Sabrinas. We feel like he would fit really well here. I think that he... He'd probably thrive in Utah. He, Yeah. Of course he would. <laughs> yes. That's what we do here. Uh, Alec Burks for Sabrinas and Kyle. Yeah. Singler. Yeah. That's a great deal. Yeah. That's it. Al can play. He could yeah. be your starting. I mean, he could play crunch time too. Like, yeah, yeah. I like Alec Burks. That's that's one of the guys that I would target because I don't know what his future is like. Um, there with Rodney Hood, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell up there. Dante Exum is still on the roster, even though he's hurt all the time. His career thirty six percent from three. Yeah, he's good. He's just like a fine player. Yeah. Period. It's the only thing. That's not great is that he gets hurt a lot. Yeah, well, so does Alex, it seems like. Yeah, true. All right. That's that all. That's all, that that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, let's move on to our second to last Twitter question. It comes from at Cody, son of Steve, who wants to know if we feel like Tupat looks like a pharaoh because he does and he doesn't know why. 
Uh, yeah. He's a little pharaoh It's the beard. It's the, it's the beard. It's kind yeah. of more pointed. Yeah. That's, that's all I got on that one. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah. Right. Cody, you're not crazy. Hey. A little crazy, but not that much. Cool. All right. Our final Twitter question <laughs> comes from at Bangelope. Are there still pharaohs? Are there still uh, pharaohs? pharaohs? I don't believe so. Nowhere. I mean, like pictures. <laughs> There's no human no. on this earth that declares himself a pharaoh. I bet there is. I, I bet there is. I bet if that's, I the, if that's the qualifier, then yes, probably no. there yes. is. All right. I so there are pharaohs. They're just in like hospitals and psychiatric no, wards. I think they all became mummies. Yeah, but like I could still. I think I'll start referring to myself as a as pharaoh. Oh, Pharaoh Monch, the uh, oh yeah rapper. So, yes, there are still pharaohs. All okay. right. That's what I thought. You think he's going to become a mummy someday? I bet. <laughs> okay, our final Twitter question, at Bangelope, wants to know, would you rather not have a single hair on your body or three times the hair? Three times the hair, no question. Three times the hair. Mm. So which, No hair, that means no eyebrows, no eyelashes, right? So your eyes uh, that's true, that's true. Three I times mean, the hair. I actually had this, We. I just had this conversation with my girlfriend yesterday, which is really weird, because she was watching a, uh, <laughs> she was watching me take a shower. I, yeah. No, I have she no, said, if you don't know me, I am completely hairless. She said, not enough hair. <laughs> <laughs> Top to bottom, bald. We watched this video of this guy, and he was like the hairiest like a super freaking hairy guy. So then we started asking the hypothetical question like, oh, if I was this hairy, would you still date me? Blah, 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 all this yeah. stuff. She said, she said yes. I said no, obviously. But yeah. it's more acceptable for Here's a male to have hair. I would rather have too much hair than not a hair. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's my, I would say yes if I only had hair where I have hair now. No, it's three times the hair, but it's like all on my like. Have you yeah, seen the people that grow hair on their like all on their face? I don't think right. I'm not sure. Bangela. Yeah, she's not assuming you. like. Oh, do you want to be Wolfman? She, <laughs> she did not specify or a baby. It is open to interpretation. Right. You made it hard. You made it more dramatic. I know. So, but I want my hair where I have it now, but just three times, and I'll really just all here. Wait, what's your what's your answer? Too much hair? Probably hair. Probably uh, the, hair. Because here's the thing. I like hair. You can get rid of it. Yeah. You can shave. Kind or, of. You know, wax your back or... Laser. Laser hair removal. Yeah. You can't you grow can. hair. No, and people look I so weird without eyebrows. I guess you can. I, I have know. friends. I have a good, good friend that has alopecia or whatever it is. I think yeah. that's what it's called, which is the disease where your hair falls out. Uh, I mean, they don't look crazy. Like, they look pretty What are your normal. feelings on a, on a good wig? No. Nah. Just uh, rocket ball. I, Male, I feel female, wigs are ball. so good these days. Man. Wig technology, <laughs> unbelievable. It's true. It's better than the Lonzo Ball shoe technology. technology <laughs> That's true, days. man. Skechers. You're paying $500 for Skechers. That's amazing. Hey, guys. Everybody that pays for them, I, I know. Just, you deserve it. Enjoy your Skechers for $500, you idiot. Why did you buy Lonzo Ball shoes? Guys, you know what you could good, instead good buy with $500? You can get 50 monthly subscriptions to Oklahoma Shirt Company. Wow. That's, yeah. that's quick math. Baby. 50? Uh, uh, <laughs> literally, that's about as complex of math as I can do in my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $10, $10 a month. Multiples you of get a shirt, Oklahoma themed. They also have a Texas Shirt of the Month club. 
And uh, you, I guarantee you've seen this around if you've been out and about in Oklahoma because these uh, things are – It's yeah, impossible cool. not to see. Yeah. The other thing, though, is they, any sort of personal merchandise you want to run. If you have a basketball team you want to do shooting shirts, if you have a club that you want to have pants with an embroidered logo on, whatever. Like We love the people at Oklahoma Shirt Company. They will hook you up with whatever you need. Uh, I just saw. I mean, they did stickers for somebody. They did. They've printed on. I mean, they print on small items. They print on. I mean, they do literally anything. They'll make it work. And so, if you have any sort of need for merchandise, apparel, uh, branding, whatever it is, talk to our people at Oklahoma Shirt Company. Tell them Down to Dunk sent you, and they will smile and say, "Who?" Yes. They, <laughs> hopefully, no. That's hopefully not. they'll say great. Support, support the people that support Down to Dunk. We appreciate y'all because you already do that. Yeah. And, Hey, can I start so off popular. this uh, miffed and peeved? Oh, uh, well, I have a question. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. I am. <laughs> so you can probably tell by my voice, because I can tell myself, is I am still dealing with the lingering effects of you sound literally the same to me. upper yeah. respiratory infection. Sound really good in my headphones. My nose is like... <laughs> My nose is still You know, I did think you sounded a little sexier this morning. Yeah, it's the nasal. So <laughs> literally the morning Sassy after... nasal. <laughs> the morning after Christmas. I have from Christmas until this past the second off. Oh, cool. The morning after Christmas, upper respiratory infection. So my whole vacation slash break, sick. Hey, that's the best time to have it, though. Sucks. Missed last week's podcast because I couldn't <laughs> sleep. I, I was sleeping in the couch on the couch in my living room because I was coughing hysterically all <laughs> oh, night. Oh my god, you were down with the sickness. <laughs> get oh, off, get, off, get off, get off, Thanks get for listening to our podcast. <laughs>